time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. Hello, and welcome to this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie filling in for WB this week, who is recovering from some minor surgery. He is okay. He is just resting at home, and he will be back on the program next week to bring you another brand new episode of Southern Race Week Radio. But in the meantime, I am here. I am the captain's chair this week, and I am going to bring you another star-studded, jam-packed lineup for this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And as I mentioned, every single week, the podcast is available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So if you enjoy listening to this week's program, you'll be able to hear it on Monday And also, you can go back and listen to all our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio. So check it out on your favorite podcast location, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud. And don't forget about our social media platforms. That is right. You can follow and like us on our social media platforms. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at SRW Radio. You can follow our fearless leader at WB Radio Network. And you can follow yours truly at Alfie underscore 19. And also our Facebook page is available for you if you want to go there and like the page. It's at Facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And we always deliver the latest in racing news, whether it's NHRA, Short Track, IndyCar, NASCAR. You get all the latest updates and information right there on our Twitter and Facebook page. So we really appreciate it if you go on over there and uh, check it out. And uh, I got to tell you, this is always so weird for me when I'm filling in because usually this is the part of the show where WB and myself banter back and forth and talk about what's going on in our lives uh, and everything like that. And I had the opportunity to talk to William earlier today because, as I mentioned in the open, I'm filling in for him because he had some minor surgery, but he's okay. He's well-rested, just resting at home. He was uh, on some... uh, a lot of great medication, so <laughs> it was a lot of fun talking to him because uh, he was a little bit looser than he normally is when I talk to him uh, on the phone. So uh, we really hope that WB is all right. As we mentioned, he'll be back here next week to uh, bring you another grand, brand new episode of uh, Southern Race Week Radio. But we got a couple of things he wanted me to mention to you uh, while he's out. And don't forget that we are going to have a contest Uh, for Atlanta Motor Speedway tickets. As many of you know, we're going to have another NASCAR race in July, the Quaker State 400, presented by Walmart. And William is going to have tickets to give away. So make sure you head on over to our Facebook page and our Twitter page for all the details and all the information because what's going to happen is WB will post something on our pages telling you to comment, like it, share it, and uh, you'll be eligible to possibly win some tickets to check out the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart and Atlanta Motor Speedway. And don't forget, the tickets are still available, and they will be at full capacity for that race weekend. So make sure you get out there, get your tickets, get your campground site, and get excited for more racing this year at Atlanta Motor Speedway in July for the uh, Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. And also, WB, for those of you listening to us in the metro Atlanta area, uh, WB will have tickets to give away for that race weekend as well. He'll be at the Walmart on Hudson Bridge Road in Henry County July 5th from 4 until 6 p.m. with uh, tickets 
to give away as well for those listening here in the Atlanta metropolitan area. Uh, more opportunities for you to win tickets with WB at the Walmart once again on Hudson Bridge Road in Henry County, July 5th from uh, 4 until 6 p.m. So he texted me, wanted me to make sure that I get that information out to you as well. So as we always love to do, another jam-packed program for you this week here on Southern Race Week Radio in just moments. We're going to be speaking with the host of the Morning Drive on Sirius NASCAR Channel 90, Mike Bagley. He'll get us up to date on all the news and information going on in the world of NASCAR. And then we'll speak with Bubba Pollard, short track driver. He recently, him and his family, in fact, recently repurchased Noya Raceway. And he's going to talk about what they've been doing there at the track and the future of what's going to be going on as far as racing at that great facility here on the uh, south side of town in Georgia. And then we'll wrap things up with the president of Nashville Super Speedway, Eric Moses, as they'll be welcoming NASCAR Nation Father's Day weekend for the sold-out Ally 400 as NASCAR Cup Series Racing returns to Nashville for the first time in nearly four decades. So uh, there you go. So a lot of great guests yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Hey, listeners, this is Jamie Little from NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio network. It's Southie yet again delivering this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And once again, have the great distinction and honor of welcoming back a friend of the program here on the Food Depot Hotline. I always go live to his residence somewhere in the United States of America. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in host of the Morning Drive on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Mike Bagley. Hey, 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 what's up, Alfie? Uh, Mr. Bagley, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us yet again this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully you're doing well, my friend. We are, we are. We're just in the in the heat of battle of the NASCAR schedule, getting ready for some all-star racing this weekend, but we're picking them up and putting them down here in 2021. Wow, well, we're looking forward to hearing the coverage of MRN as they bring you the uh, all-star action from Texas Motor Speedway this upcoming weekend. And uh, Mr. Bagley, as you mentioned, we are in the kind of the middle, the heat here of the 2021 season Kyle Larson picking up another victory this past weekend over a Chase Elliott those Hendrick Motorsports cars I got to tell you they have really been performing so well here over the last uh, few weeks uh, your thoughts on Hendrick Motorsports and their domination so far seems in 2021 well there certainly has been a performance shift now hasn't it uh last year we were spending a lot of time talking about Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin doing a lot of the winning it seemed like if one wasn't the other was winning uh and then now hendrick motorsports has bubbled up to the surface i think we all had questions at the beginning of the year um how potent kyle larson was going to be paired up with crew chief cliff daniels but out of the sport for a while limited practice limited qualifying and we all wondered what kind of performance we're seeing or what we would see out of kyle larson and he certainly has not disappointed if anything i think he's taken everybody by storm but it's not just him he's bringing chase elliott he's bringing william byron he's bringing alex bowman along for the ride as well there is no question hendrick motorsports is the number one organization in the cup garage right now and quite frankly i don't see it ending unless somebody can step up find some things and find some speed find some arrow help and go toe-to-toe with these hendrick drivers week in and week out 
And another thing I was just reading about this morning, in fact, speaking of Hendrick Motorsports, there's a talk that Jeff Gordon uh, possibly could be leaving the uh, Fox broadcast booth and involve himself a little bit more in Hendrick Motorsports and involvement there. Um, what are your thoughts on the possibility of Jeff leaving the, the booth and, and maybe taking more of a responsibility of what's going on there at Hendrick Motorsports? Well, that's something that's been discussed inside of the sport for the last couple of years. I mean, there is no mistake that, you know, Jeff Gordon has a has an interest in Hendrick. And we've all wondered at what point would maybe Rick step away, maybe someone else step in, not knowing if that is indeed the case and if Jeff is the one to do it. I saw that report as well, and that's something that's piqued my interest. Only time will tell if we get the official declaration or if that's some some folks thinking outside the box. But if it does happen, it certainly wouldn't surprise me. I think that Jeff Gordon would definitely be one of the go-to people to maybe take the baton and, and, and continue on with Hendrick Motorsports or have an increased involvement with that organization going forward. That's that's one that's on my on my checklist to monitor and try to get to the bottom of. But again, we'll have to wait and see how that unfolds, if indeed that is the case. Well, if there's anyone who's going to discover that information, it's you, Mr. Bagley, because we all know how much of a NASCAR insider you are. So I'm sure you'll be able to divulge that information and relay it to all your loyal listeners that listen to the Morning Drive on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel uh, 90. As we're speaking here with Mike Bagley of the, the Motor Racing Network as they get set to cover the All-Star Race this weekend. And then next weekend, Nashville Super Speedway. Wanted to touch on you on this, the first time that... Um, Nashville will host racing in almost four decades. Uh, you're going to be a part of the sold-out Ally 400. MRN will have all the coverage. So tell me, how excited are you for the opportunity to get to Nashville and uh, call a race there for the first time in, as we mentioned, four decades? Yeah, it's been four decades since we raced at the uh, short track downtown. Don't forget the Xfinity Series uh, has raced there, and the trucks have raced at Nashville Super Speedway out in Lebanon. Last time we were there, it was 10 years ago. Carl Edwards won the last race there. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of curiosity. I think at one point or another, we've all wondered how the cars would race there. There will be practice and qualifying going to Nashville this weekend. But with the way things have laid out this year, I mean, I think the preliminary expectation is that Hendrick Motorsports will, again, respond. But then again, there's some optimism that perhaps maybe that Hendrick maybe won't get it. And that someone else will be able to, to get in there, like like Joe Gibbs Racing or Chip Ganassi Racing or Team Penske. It's a it's a head scratcher on what to expect. But as with any challenge that's thrown in the direction of these teams, the best always respond in kind. And right now, my expectation is for the Hendrick powertrain to continue motoring on through Nashville. You mentioned sold out. It is not sold out on a limited basis. It's wide open. 100%, 40,000 tickets have been sold. Suites are going to be in play. Folks are going to be in the infield. And obviously with this return to Nashville, there's also a return to some degree of normalcy attached to that. We expect a great weekend this weekend, and we can't wait, or next weekend, and we can't wait to get there for it. Now looking at the playoff picture right now, Mr. Bagley, it's getting really tight. Races are starting to dwindle down before we get to Daytona, and that will be the cutoff race for the playoffs. Um, a lot of uh, first-time winners, a lot of winners with just one win, so that's kind of crowded up the playoff picture right now. Where, where there's, a lot, there's a lot of drivers who we are, or normally we see getting a win by this point, still haven't gotten a win. Danny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. I mean, poor Kevin had a real rough uh, week uh, last weekend. 
at, at Sonoma. So let me get your thoughts on the playoff picture right now. And there's so many drivers that are still jockeying for position, drivers that we normally would see in that playoff hunt that are still looking for that first one of the season. How surprised are you at the fact that especially Denny Hamlin and especially Kevin Harvick, who had such a dominant season last year, still hasn't been able to get it together and, and get themselves their first win? Well, that certainly is one of the big head scratchers. Uh, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick, winless so far. They are one and two of the drivers that have not won. So let's let's refresh everyone's memory. The drivers that are locked into the playoffs right now through winning, Larson, Truex, Bowman, Logano, Blaney, Bush, that's Kyle, Elliott, Byron, Keselowski, Bell, and McDowell. Those guys are locked in. Well, one thing that's going to complicate this, it was a foregone conclusion. Everybody is was like, well, through his consistency, Denny Hamlin is going to win the regular season championship. Well, not so fast, because Kyle Larson, through all of his winning, has been able to gobble up a lot of points on Denny Hamlin. He's only 47 behind Hamlin right now, and if he continues to keep going the way he is, it's not necessarily a lock that Hamlin is going to win the regular season championship. Now let's slide down now to the cut line. So on the 16th and final playoff position, Chris Buescher has that, and he has it by 60 over Matt Benedetto, who's going to go in to the all-star race this weekend and Nashville the following weekend with a brand new crew chief. Greg Irwin was dismissed this week as the crew chief for the 21 car. So you got Matt D that's on the outside looking in. You got Kurt Busch that's trying to get in there. Stenhouse, Chastain, Bubba Wallace, Daniel Suarez. But the five drivers that we have right now that are in as of this moment on points, Hamlin, Harvick, Austin Dillon, Tyler Reddick, Chris Busher. They are the five and with that gap between Busher and Benedetto, that 60-point gap, that's where our attention is going to turn as we begin our coverage of points-paying races next week at Nashville. Ten races to go in the regular season. My gut tells me the 16 we have right now are the going to be the 16 drivers that we're going to have unless Benedetto can start putting up some, some astronomical numbers. Or if somebody like a Hamlin, a Harvick, unless their wheels come flying off, I think that we're going to have what we have, but this is what's going to make the next 10 weeks of points-paying racing intriguing there in the Cup Series. Do you see any chance? I, I know that uh, Hamlin and, and Harvick have been struggling, but you see them winning one of these races, these next 10 races before the cutoff race. With the way the current climate is right now, I don't. Wow. Because they got to get through Hendrick Motorsports to do it. I mean, we're seeing, I mean, Hendrick has won the last four races. Larson's won three. He's won the last two in a row. So right now, you know, the number one car, in my opinion, is Kyle Larson in the five. So not only do you have to beat Kyle Larson, but then you got to find a way to get through Byron and Elliott and Alex Bowman. And right now, folks have not done a really good job in doing that. I think uh, Kyle Busch was third last weekend at Sonoma. That's the highest they could get. There's no question that Hendrick has the power and they've got the speed. They've got the arrow handling on the car and things to be running perfectly. So these drivers that we're speaking of, the Hamlin and the Harvicks of the world, they've got to get more speed. They've got to get more handling. They've got to get more arrow in the car. And I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Maybe through a unique set of circumstances they're able to, or if someone in the Hendrick camp stumbles. But, man, that's a big ask. That's a tall task in the next 10 races. It could happen. We could see another shift. But as of right now, for me, it's all Hendrick all the time in the Cup Series. Well, Mr. Bagley, if our listeners want to keep up with you on social media, follow all the latest NASCAR news and info, where can they go to uh, follow you, sir? 
Uh, hit me up on Twitter at the Mike Bagley, B-A-G-L-E-Y. All right, and you can also listen to him every weekday morning on the Morning Drive on Sirius XM NASCAR Channel 90. Uh, Mr. Bagley, once again, thank you for your time and joining this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Uh, safe travels to Texas and Nashville, sir, and we'll talk to you again down the road. Thank you, Alfie. We appreciate it as always, and we'll catch up with you all soon. Hi, this is Greg Walter, General Manager of the Charlotte Motor Speedway, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. We appreciate you tuning in and listening to the podcast on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. But it's time now to welcome in our next guest here on Southern Race Week Radio as we go live to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in short track driver extraordinaire. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome in Mr. Bubba So uh, we're glad to have you on the program this week. We wanted to uh, reach out to you about uh, not only your uh, illustrious career, but also the news that Sonoya Raceway is back under your family's name. Now, before we start talking about your racing career and what's going on with you, uh, this is huge news for your family because as I was doing some research here on the facility itself, your family pretty much built that facility back in, uh, as I'm looking here, 1969, and then your family sold it away. Uh, and then uh, in 1981, and now the track is switched hands back to your family. So tell me about the uh, process and what went into the Pollard family regaining the rights to owning uh, Sonoya Raceway. Yeah, you know, I've uh, been very fortunate and very lucky to, to have a great relationship with the uh, previous owner. And my grandparents built the racetrack, and when he passed away, they... They sold it, and uh, I think that was in the 80s. So it's been 40 years since, you know, we've been a part of the racetrack. But, you know, we live right there, half a mile from the track, and that's where I grew up racing. I grew up racing asphalt there, and then, you know, several years ago when they uh, switched over to dirt, uh, I've also raced dirt there. So our, our family has been a part of the, the area and the racetrack for quite some time now. So just very fortunate and lucky to, to have a great relationship with the previous owner that, allow us to uh, to be able to purchase the racetrack bag that means so much to our family and has been a part of it for so long. So it's uh, just very lucky. Now, you just raced there this past weekend at the facility, and William Barber, our cohort, uh, actually went by there, took some pictures, and saw that you, you guys have done a lot of work there. Can you tell me a little about the renovation and work you've done to the track to improve it a little bit? Yeah, we have. We've uh, just really cleaned up, you know, done a lot of painting, uh, pressure washing, uh, soap and water, um, planted some grass, we tore some trees down, made more parking, uh, we put asphalt and melons all around the racetrack, so uh, just keep the facility a lot cleaner. Uh, we, we redid the bathrooms, concession stands, so we kind of did a little bit of a makeover on the whole place, and we've had a lot of help doing it uh, over the last several months. This really took place pretty quick at the, since the 1st of January, so we've, we've done a lot and had a lot of people Great people help us out along the way to make this possible. So we're excited. We have some big events coming up in the next several weeks. The racetrack's done well. We've had a lot of people interested in coming back to the racetrack and, and supported us and fans and and every everything. So uh, we have some cool announcements this week, first of next week, and and uh, you know just trying to make it a family friendly atmosphere that you want to take your family to and enjoy, have some fun, and 
and uh, we wanted to, we just wanted to clean it up. I've been racing. I go to all these facilities and all these racetracks, and I want to be able to take my family and enjoy it and have fun. And that's what we want to bring to or bring, you know, to Sonoy is the, the family atmosphere and, and clean atmosphere of, of having a nice place. So we, uh, when you when you stick your name behind something, you want people to, you want to be proud of it. And you want people to talk uh, good things about it. And that's something that. You know, we, we try to do and in, in everything we, we're involved with. So a lot of hard work. Uh, it's been very fun. Um, it's, we just, uh, we've enjoyed it. You said this was a track that you grew up racing in. As far as the community itself, how important was it for you to keep the facility nice and tidy and clean so that it's, uh, for the local community, a place they can come to and, and watch some exciting racing, as you said, for the entire family? Our area in Sonora has grown uh, tremendously uh, over the last several months and years uh, there's a lot of new new people moving into Sonoy and a lot of different people that's never been around racing before is that's new to the sport and that's what we want to that's what we want to encourage we want to draw uh new people in you know to a nice facility and and, and place to bring their family so we want to give them the opportunity to come and have fun and 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 gain some fans you know these younger fans Come check out racing so they can watch it on Sundays as well. So our goal is to, to uh, you know, generate new new fans. And, and uh, with our area growing the way it has, it's, we've been very fortunate to have a lot of new fans this year. So um, there's still a lot of things we want to do with the, the facility and the place. And and uh, we have we have plans, uh, you know, in the next several years to make it, uh, you know, uh, fan friendly. Uh, we got a lot of different ideas that we want to do. It's going to take a little while, but uh, we plan on doing them. So uh, it's something that we're, we're proud of, and uh, we work hard to to make it uh, to where everybody can come have fun. Speaking with Bubba Pollard here on Southern Race Week Radio. Now, Bubba, if our listeners want to check out all the activity and action that's coming up uh, at Snowy uh, Raceway, where can they go to get that information? Yeah, just uh, you know, we have Facebook page, we have website, you know, our upcoming schedules, all our events that are coming up. We have monster trucks uh, later on in the year, some motorcycle, some more motorcycle racing, I think, uh, and some other super late model races, and and uh, a lot of other things planned uh, throughout the year. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting. So just check us out on Facebook or online at Sonoy Raceway, nineteen sixty nine, and go on there and, and check it out. Leave comments. Come out and join us. We're always giving some way, giving away free prizes, um, winning you know free rides in Packer cars, waving the green flag, being the grand marshal, things like that to, to get people involved. So we're always trying to do cool things to uh, to get the kids. We're gonna have some foot races, uh, things like that, bouncy houses. Uh, we're we're planning on putting a playground out out at the racetrack to for the kids and, and a lot of sorts of other stuff. So, uh, yeah, get online, check us out. Sonoy Raceway, 1969, and, and uh, come on out and enjoy it. Now, Bubba, if our listeners want to keep up with what's going on in your short track racing career and what, what you got coming up, where can they go to follow you as well? Yeah, if you go to BubbaPollard.com, uh, uh, check it out. We have a, uh, some schedule. Our schedule has kind of changed uh, here lately with everything going on at the racetrack, but we're also on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Uh, Facebook, Bubba Power 26. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we got a lot of cool things that's going on uh, with, with my race in the next couple of weeks uh, with some race cars and things like that So that we're going to announce. So, yeah, we're excited to get, get going. We haven't gotten to race much, but we're, we're excited to 
to, to you know get to racing again. Well, Bubba, we appreciate the time that you joined us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Let you know, let us know what's going on there at the track and with your career. And good luck to you, sir. And uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you again down the road. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm Kayla Vinci from Fox Sports One, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Hello, and welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio network itself. We continuing on with this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. And we have another special guest here joining us on the Food Depot Hotline, so I don't want to waste any more time. And welcome in our special guest live, joining us from Nashville Super Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Nashville Super Speedway. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Eric Moser! Uh, I should be coming out into a boxing ring after that <laughs> announcement. That's pretty good. All I, all I needed now is my walk-up music, you know? That's, well, uh, that's pretty good. Well, if you did have a walk-up song, sir, what, what would that walk-up song be? I have one. I don't use it often, but it's Jay-Z, public announcement. Well, there you go. I reintroduce myself. <laughs> well, listen, if you're looking for a PA announcer, I'm always available. So I'll have my people call your people, <laughs> and we can work out all the details. But, uh, Mr. Moses, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio on what's coming up to be a very special day for you on Father's Day weekend as NASCAR will be returning to Nashville for the first time in, I believe, 37 years that NASCAR has uh, been away from Nashville, will now be returning. And not only that, but the Nashville Super Speedway has also been closed for, I think, about 10 years now. And you have uh, gained the honorary position of welcoming back NASCAR to the Nashville Super Speedway. So let me ask you first, what's it like to have the responsibility of uh, opening up Nashville Super Speedway and welcoming in NASCAR Nation to, uh, uh, to your venue for Father's Day weekend? really exciting and we are honored to have the privilege to be able to welcome back cup series racing to middle tennessee for the first time in almost four decades this is a, a place that loves nascar that loves motorsports uh, and that has been yearning for uh, the best drivers in america to be back here regularly on the circuit and we are happy that we're going to be able to play a part in satisfying that desire amongst our fan base here so we're super excited the response in the marketplace has been fantastic we are sold out for our ally 400 cup series race on Sunday on Father's Day and have been for some time now, and uh, there is the, the excitement in and around Nashville is uh, is palpable, and, and people are really ready to get back out and to enjoy uh, some great racing out here at Nashville Super Speedway. Now, for the last few years, the uh, the banquet for the NASCAR Cup Series has been held in Vegas, but a couple of years ago, you guys had the great honor and extinction of being the city that hosted the uh, NASCAR uh, banquet that year. Of course, with 2020 and COVID, we, we didn't have a banquet per se. But did you think that the banquet being in Nashville was a great way to maybe uh, see if the city was excited and fired up for having NASCAR returning to the area? Yeah, part of, I think anyone would tell you the Champions Week uh, celebration here in Nashville in December of 2019 played a really big part in galvanizing the return of, of Cup Series racing to this marketplace. Uh, it certainly accelerated the conversations between NASCAR and Dover Motorsports, that is our parent company that owns 
Monster Mile and, and, and the Super Speedway here uh, about how to, what would be the quickest way to get a Cup Series race back here. And what was decided was we would reopen our Super Speedway here, which had been, as you alluded to, closed for, for 10 years since 2011. Uh, and we would transfer one of our NASCAR, one of our two NASCAR weekends from Dover uh, to Nashville. So no other tracks lost a race. Um, you know, they didn't have to create a new uh, Cup Series race. We just moved one of our two uh, traditional uh, Dover Motors uh, International Speedway races to Nashville. And uh, the Champions Week is really what got a jump started. So tell me about the economic impact of having Cup Series racing in Nashville. Yeah, we saw a little bit of that again back in 2019 for, for Champions Week where uh, you know 30,000 people came down on, on Broadway to see burnouts on Broadway and to, and to witness uh, you know our industry descending on this marketplace. You know, Nashville is a town that votes with its feet. You know, these folks here, uh, as, as we saw with the uh, NFL draft that was here, uh, the NHL All-Star game, uh, and, and of course Champions Week in 2019, you know, these folks get behind big events and, uh, and we are seeing the exact same thing uh, with the return of, uh, of Cup Series racing uh, out here. And so we expect the, uh, the economic benefits to be positive, not only for Davidson County, which is where, where Nashville is actually located, but also Wilson and Rutherford counties, which is where our track is located, and the other counties around Middle Tennessee. There are 10 counties that make up uh, Middle Tennessee, and, and we think having the super speedway back on the circuit every year uh, is just another attraction and another reason for people to come to Nashville. Speaking with uh, Eric Moses here, a president of Nashville Super Speedway on a Southern Race Week Radio. And Mr. Moses, there might be a lot of fans who might not be familiar with you. You have gained the responsibility of reopening Nashville Super Speedway and, and heading things up over there. But tell us a bit about your background as far as in, in NASCAR, how you got started and how did you get to the position that you are right now? So I'm a lawyer by training. I've practiced in, in private practice, uh, in-house and, and, and outside. Uh, have been involved in leading government agencies in the nation's capital and was the uh, sports commissioner in Washington, D.C. for about 11 years before uh, becoming the founding president of the D.C. Defenders of the XSL um, last year uh, until uh, we became a casualty of the pandemic. So I have been in sports entertainment for probably about 12 or more years. And, um, you know, uh, Mike Titoyan, who is uh, my colleague and, and my boss, uh, who runs our track in, in Dover, Delaware, and is uh, EVP of Dover Motorsports, and I uh, knew each other professionally. And uh, when it was decided that they were going to bring back the Super Speedway here in Nashville and, and uh, bring a cup race to it and had to get a team built and the facility put together and, and all the things that were necessary to, to make certain that our fans get what they deserve here, uh, they were looking for a leader. And, uh, and Mike contacted me and that started a, a, what I call a six-week discussion and courtship. And we decided after that six weeks that it made sense both for me and for the company for me to be the person to lead this effort. And I've seen a videos and pictures of the facility, and it doesn't look like it's been closed for 10 years. You guys have really got that facility looking great, looking sharp for a NASCAR nation. And um, even though you guys were really hosting a NASCAR Cup Series race, you guys have plans for other great events that are going to be going on National Super Speedway as well. Is that correct? Yeah, our goal, as you can imagine, is to ensure that, that we are a year-round live event destination uh, here in Middle Tennessee. And we all know that NASCAR weekend will be the straw that stirs the drink, but that's going to be the beginning. And we look to, to, to leverage, hopefully, the success of that weekend uh, every year and into the future uh, in order to attract other kinds of large-scale events and signature events that we can hold here, 
whether those are music festivals or food festivals or other kinds of sporting events, and, and certainly we'll be using the track uh, and our unique infrastructure here as a, as a mile and a third concrete uh, track to, uh, to attract car clubs and drifting contests and all manner of other uh, automotive-related events. Well, I'm sure the uh, residents here of the city of Atlanta and along the southeast is excited to know that Nashville will be another destination to go check out some great uh, auto racing outside of NASCAR, but all the great events you'll have going on there. If our listeners want to keep up with what's going on at uh, Nashville Super Speedway and keep up with all the events, uh, where can they go to get all that information, sir? Uh, NashvilleSuperSpeedway.com or Nashville uh, Super S uh, is our handle uh, online, and, and my handle is Nashville SS Prez, P-R-E-Z, uh, on all social media channels. We'd, we'd love to have your listeners uh, follow us and, and find out about everything that's going as we bring this track back, rejuvenate it, reopen it, and, uh, and hope to be the home track for folks not only in Middle Tennessee but across the region. Well, the eyes will be on National Super Speedway Father's Day weekend as the Ally 400 uh, will be racing there in the Cup Series uh, at National Super Speedway. Mr. Mr. Moses, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to join us this week on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Hopefully we'll talk to you again down the road, and good luck to you and your entire staff on Father's Day weekend. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. This is Larry McReynolds of NASCAR on Fox, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie as we wrap up this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Appreciate you tuning in to the radio program or the podcast. And don't forget, if you want to re-listen to this week's episode of Southern Race Week Radio, the podcast will be available for you on Monday and every Monday at iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So feel free to go back and listen to this week's program all over again or any of our past episodes of the Southern Race Week Radio podcast for all the great interviews and guests that we provide for you every week on this fine radio and podcast program. Don't forget about checking us out on social media. We really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, as at SRW Radio, you can follow our fearless leader, WB, at WB Radio Network, and yours truly at Alfie underscore 19. And don't forget about our Facebook page as well, facebook.com slash Southern Race Week. And make sure you check out the Facebook page periodically because WB will be giving away tickets for the upcoming NASCAR race at Atlanta Motor Speedway in July. The Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart as NASCAR Cup Series Racing returns to AMS for a second time here in 2021. And not only that, at full capacity. That's right. Every seat will hopefully be sold and tickets are still available. You can also get your campground site as well. So make sure you keep on uh, checking the Facebook page for your opportunity to win tickets to the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. Once again, thanks to our great guest this week, Mike Bagley, also Bubba Pollard, and Eric Moses, president of Nashville Super Speedway. We really appreciate all those great guests coming on to uh, talk to us this week on Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. We'll catch back up with you next week right here on Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. Come on!